You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke. And as you guys know, so we're over 60 episodes now. We're definitely over a year mark for this pod. And it has been such a great um, tool for us to meet new people and new creative and inspiring and just like, wow, all people of all different types. And our guest today, Erin Sharkey, is the perfect example of this. Hi, Erin. Hi, Chantel. So I have a little bit of a backstory. Erin and I will do this together. We have an online relationship. No, I'm just kidding. Erin <laughs> <laughs> um, and I online. No, it, I think it's true. Erin and I met on Instagram and her Instagram account, City and Clay, she, re, she made a comment, I think, on one of our podcast episodes and then which drove me to her Instagram account where I immediately fell in love with this jewelry that she makes out of polymer clay. Yeah. And I remember the podcast episode was about Enneagrams in the workplace. Um, You hosted somebody else who was a one. Um, I'm also a one and it resonated a lot. It really, it really did feel like you guys were reading my mind as you, as you presented. It was so fun. Oh my gosh. I think I know how we connected because you and I were trying to figure this out before. Erin lives in California and an Enneagram one that I'm connected to who also has a clay connection is Megan Patterson, who is my ceramic studio instructor. And she shared our podcast. That's so funny. That's so cool. That's we were just talking about like that's marketing. Yeah. At its best. Smart. So smart. Well, I definitely want to dive in and talk about your business, Erin, because I love it. I purchased a pair of earrings from you. They're gorgeous. They came in a cute little box that I could tell you're handmaking everything and with a really personal note. And what really stood out, I think, is this idea that it's this practice that you go online and you can buy whatever you want now. And we forget that this is more than a transaction. There's a person on the other end who is creating, this is their business, it's their life, it, you know, their passion or whatever, uh, their side hustle. And you're such a great example of that, Erin. Can you share with us how you got started into this business of making polymer clay jewelry? Yeah, definitely. I'm very new. Um, I haven't been doing this very long. It was one of those COVID things, like a lot of small business owners, I think, at this stage. But it started out because I wanted to start a personal finance blog. I kind of started getting into it and then I kind of realized that maybe that wasn't the best starting point because I hadn't done a lot of side hustling. I hadn't done a lot of things outside of just go to school, get a job. And this idea that kept coming up for me was the idea of a $100 startup. Very low barrier to entry. Really anyone could probably do it. Um, It was a really good fit for me because I wasn't ready to go full-time on something I was doing on my own. I liked the stability of my job, but I did want something more. So I started playing around with polymer clay that I already had in my house. I realized that you could make some pretty cool things and a lot of people were very successful at doing it. So I just went for it. I started a Etsy shop and 
the rest is history. Here we are. That is so cool. I love that. And it's a, your example and your story and your willingness to share, I think the process, I absolutely love that your business was born in, during the pandemic not necessarily something that you've always quote unquote been good at or been passionate about from a maker perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're like, Hey, there's this thing and I want to do this thing and I want to have a side business and, you know, just jumping in. Do you have, I guess, like a feeling of how brave that is or, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I don't think I did when I started. Um, I went into it very blindly, like how hard could this be? You know, it's an Etsy shop, big deal. Mm -hmm you know, newsflash, it's, it's actually pretty difficult. It really is. Putting yourself out there has been hard for me just historically. But when it came down to this one, it was like, well, you know, it, it's an experiment. I'm going to blog about it. If it fails, I have something to blog about. If it succeeds, you know, I make some money and I get to blog about it. It's kind of how it began. I have a lot more respect now than I ever have before for small business owners and people who have, you know, scaled up and started from scratch and done this and then been able to go full-time, I don't think I realized how difficult that was. So I definitely, I've been learning a lot, but luckily for me, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, which made it a little bit easier for me to just dive in. Yeah, no, that's really great insight too. Well, well, I'm a brand strategist by trade and I tend to, and this is kind of maybe a horrible trait, but I am drawn to the names of businesses and the way logos look before I actually even make a purchase. And I know that sounds horrible because I feel like there are probably some really great products and businesses out there that just maybe are not getting my attention for whatever reason. But I love the name of your business, City and Clay. Yeah. City City and Clay, because sometimes Mm -hmm. I run that together. City and Clay. And I love your script logo and the typography that you chose. How did you come up with the name of your business? That's a really good question. Thinking back, I think I started with Instagram. I wasn't really thinking towards Etsy at all. I was just going to post what I was making and see what happened. I knew I wanted to be SEO friendly just in case it ever turned out. So I was kind of stuck on that clay ending. Mm -hmm. Um, But I actually, so I work in global health by day. So I travel internationally, you know, once a month, twice a month. And I knew I wanted to kind of bring some of that with me. I don't know if you noticed all of the earrings are named after cities. Yes, uh, I love so that. Trying to pick places that, you know, I lived or I visited and bringing some attention to some of the maybe weirder cities that I've visited and, you know, okay. Africa, you know, low middle income countries, I thought would be a really good way to once I'm actually, you know, taking off quote unquote, whatever that means but that could be a way to bring some attention to cities that like deserve attention, but don't necessarily get it because people are talking about, you know, the visa and whatever trendy place in Bali is, you know, everyone's going to. Everybody's going, they're all taking the same photos. Like, yeah. 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 It's a very, like there are very Instagrammable cities out there that nobody's Instagramming. Um, And I think it would be, it would be in an ideal world. That's one of the outcomes that I'd love to see eventually. That's so cool. Erin, the earrings that I purchased from you are called the Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. and they're beautiful. They're black matte and then black textured matte and with a little tiny gold accent so I can wear them with everything because that's pretty much my uniform is Mm -hmm. some sort of black and then like a little bit of an accent piece. And I love the simplicity of your pieces and I, I did not put together the names of the cities and the names of the name of your business. I don't know why you as a new business owner and 
a business owner who you have a background in something completely different than the business you brought to life, you have really great intuition. Are you like, you're getting that that's firing on all c- cylinders or you're just like, I'm along for the ride and it's just working out. Maybe, maybe it comes across as intuition, but I think it's really just like trying a lot of different things and then running with the ones that do seem to like gain traction and not being too stubborn about the ones that don't gain traction. Like, you know, the personal finance club, maybe yeah. it's in the future, but right now it just wasn't, it didn't feel right. So I just pivoted. So that's re- actually really good advice. You know, I think we often see in our business that, it, you know, an individual has a vision for something and they're very married to that vision. It's very mm-hmm. personal to them. And the reality is it may not be what is accepted, what is really the thing that takes off. And it's so difficult. They'll hold on to it and hold on to it when really it's like, it's time to move on and really put your talent and your efforts behind, behind these other things that are working. I mean, there's a balance between that and like your core value system and things of that nature, but a lot of people have a really hard time with that pivot. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it's hard to find the balance between the two because sometimes if you're just stubborn enough and you like believe strongly enough in your vision, it does have potential. It just takes longer than some other things. Mm -hmm. But I think particularly with small business, it just doesn't, it's not very forgiving, I guess, is the, the thing. You kind of have to go where like, the sales are or whatever metric you're caring about. You just kind of have to follow it wherever it leads you. Yeah. And not necessarily, you know, steering away from your brand integrity, but just being sure. willing, yeah, to try something new. So you have a new Greek collection that's live right now. I do. And it's gorgeous. Thank you. And so where did the inspiration for this collection come from? Good question. So one of the things, one of the things I care about with the clay earrings is that they're very wearable. And I come from a more professional conservative world where you can't be wearing these like giant dangles. And a lot of the clay jewelry out there is very, very ornate or very um, bright, which is beautiful and wonderful. And I wish I could wear more of those, but I know for me, what you need is sort of simple classic. Um, and so I took, I took the marbling technique and just tried to work it in a way where it was, you know, black and white. It doesn't necessarily look like clay either. It's actually starting to look like real marble, which again, you normally can't wear that in an earring. It's very heavy, but polymer clay is luckily very light. So it was just a way to incorporate a classic look without it being boring. So you have, I, I to me, it's like the perfect Mary and that's what really drew me. Cause I'm, I like I love earrings, but I'm very particular about them. I like them to be simple or to be like a nice compliment or a good contrast or whatever. But you have this like, what it really stands out to me are your shapes are very unique. Thank you. You have a neutral, you know, color theories and those are very appealing. You have this really cute brand. You obviously have some high level business acumen. I mean, I feel like we need to redo this in a year. Be like, where are you, Erin Sharkey? What's happening? You're going to be in like Oprah's favorite things or something. <laughs> Man, I wish. There are so many super, super talented clay artists out there. Um, there's definitely a lot of room to grow for sure. Clay artists, yes, but the ability to marry this 
good marketing intuition. You're obviously paying attention and doing some research and bringing to life a really interesting and unique product, I think. Thank you. I would love to come back in a year. I'm, I'm still, as we come to the end of the year, I'm kind of trying to figure out like, okay, how far have we come? Like, where, where are we going? Because again, it started out as an experiment. So I didn't really have, you know, I want to make six figures and go full time. It was just, well, let's see if this works. You know, how, yeah. much, like, how feasible is a hundred dollar startup? People are talking about it, but I'm not really seeing, there are very few businesses who are willing to share exactly where they started. So I'm excited to see where that portion of it goes, because I do think there's a lot of room for more small businesses. I know the financial instability of, you know, the country and the world right now makes a lot of people very nervous. So if I can just, you know, spread the gospel, so to speak, of, you know, small startups, I think that's worth something as well. It, it is. And the low overhead thing is so critical, I, I think, to that formula. We started Francis Roy with $500 at my dining room table. And it's, you know, almost, it'll be five years um, next year in June. And really was that, I mean, there is that thought process that you're just like, okay, I want to start a business. So I have to have a lot of capital to start a business and you just don't need to do that. You just need to have probably a bit of grit and resilience and some patience with yourself and maybe everybody else around you and a willingness to experiment, which it sounds like you have all those things. Thank you. Yeah. I will say having a support system is probably one of the main reasons I was able to take it even this far. Because again, it was a lot harder than I anticipated in a lot of ways because you, right, I didn't only have to learn how to make clay earrings. I also had to learn how to market and brand and, you know, you're DIYing all of this stuff. Um, I think product photography was my sticking point for a really long time because I was like, well, it looks so beautiful, you know, in my hand, in front of my face. Like, how do you get that to translate to Instagram when so many people are on Instagram doing these beautiful, beautiful pictures? But yeah, having, having someone around who can say like, you know what, that actually doesn't look that bad. Like just post it, you know, move on. I needed that little like gut check because my head wasn't, wasn't doing me any favors for sure. And like six months from now, you'll look back and you'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe my photos look like that because you've learned so much and then six months later and then six months later before you're, you know, you look back and they say, you know, you've waited too long when you're not completely embarrassed by the first like round of what you did. <laughs> You just waited too long. It's just like mm-hmm. read the band-aid and do it, you know, and evolve and be ready. Yeah, I love that. That's that's exactly what I think people need to hear at every step of every stage. Yes. Well, you're delightful, Erin Cherokee. Thank you. Thank and you. Your, your products are amazing and your earrings are some of my favorite right now. And I just, I can't wait to tell your story and I can't wait to revisit it again, maybe in six months or a year and well, Aaron, I ask everyone at the end, or at least I try to, is there anything cool that you're reading, watching, or listening to right now? Well, your podcast, of course, is what I'm listening oh, to. thank right you. Now. That's awesome. No, of course. Um, I did recently read a book. Uh, it was Malcolm Gladwell. I'd have to check the title. You're um, talking with strangers? That might have been it. Yeah. Was that his newest? I think it is. Yeah, it's so it was- good. I'm a huge fan of everything he does. Um, it's just so insightful. And do you listen to his podcast, Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell's podcast? I have. I'm not as dedicated. There's just so many episodes. It's a little intimidating. 
Yeah. He's pretty brilliant though. Well, thank you so much for being on the pod today all the way from California. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, guys, if you're listening, like, comment, and subscribe. Share as well. And you can also send us questions, hello at francisroy.com, and we'll get them to Erin, and she can answer them. So it's been so great having you today. Thank you, Erin. Thank you. Till next time. Talk to you guys next Monday.